0: For anyone following the latest news within the ufology community, no doubt you're aware of the recent controversies surrounding several prominent public figures in the field and the uptick in questioning the validity of their stories and how this has called into question the true motivation of some of these individuals for promulgating what appear to be some far out claims. And where you might think that this little commentary is meant to add to the thread of criticism about such claims, either for or against, it's not. This is about public perception and the willingness and desperation to hang their hats on what someone has told them rather than seeking truth for themselves. For this, the focus is not about whether what certain individuals are saying is true or not, though certainly any proliferation of untruths should never be condoned nor tolerated. Note that I have and will not proffer any opinion on these matters, nor mention any names, because I don't really think it matters in the points that I'm offering here. As a broadcast journalist and researcher who has covered a multitude of topics relegated to alternative or subculture, I have seen a consistent and rather disturbing trend of scores of well-intentioned individuals who are far too willing to go sniffing out the next story or truth or how-to article determined to find the ultimate panacea for their own lives. What they find instead is what we're seeing play out right now, a tangled mess of controversy and hearsay and ultimately division. As a result, they find themselves in this perpetual feedback loop or Groundhog Day-like scenario Continuously going back to square one and not learning anything from the journey that brought them there to begin with. Let me begin with a quote from one of my favorite philosophers, Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said the following, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail, end quote. The reason why I love this quote is because it encourages self-discovery. But it also serves to highlight the importance of positively utilizing our own discovery to help others on their journey. This is what Higher Journeys is about. This is not about telling one where to go, what to think, and most importantly, what to believe, but to use our own aha moments and revelations as little breadcrumbs left on a trail that others can pick up and carry on as they will. Each crumb becomes a thread that builds a grand tapestry. And absolutely everyone gets to play a role of discovery and truth. Most importantly, truth for themselves. That said, as we bring this idea back to the context for which we are speaking, that being ultimate disclosure of the ET UFO phenomenon and all of its supposed layers, including but not limited to what is referred to as the secret space program and government cover-ups and the like, let me say for the record, that there are many that I greatly respect and appreciate for bringing their knowledge and expertise in research to forge ahead toward a day when the mystery will finally be solved. However, as this effort continues to gain momentum and those ardent seekers of truth feel ever so confident that they are getting closer to disclosure, and perhaps they are, my sense is that there are a multitude of ways that this may occur. About a year ago, I was interviewed for E.T. UFO researcher Miguel Mendunce's book, We Are the Disclosure. And in it, I said, quote, The biggest discovery here is that it is self-discovery, end quote. I was speaking about the implications of disclosure and what this all means for humanity. As many individuals as I've spoken with and interviewed about their own encounters that they feel to be non-human in origin, there's one thing that I've come to feel is true. If we are being contacted by what we call ET intelligence, although I think it's a lot bigger than that, among the many things they are trying to impart to us is our innate ability to think and discover for ourselves, to do our own legwork, to take our own profound experiences and use them as a thread to weave a bigger picture. But it must be our story, not someone else's. Now, let me stress that hearing another story, particularly if it resonates with you, and maybe you've encountered something similar, then the story carries some value, no doubt, because you can relate to it. There is value in that. But when these stories come out of context and you're left to grasp at straws and adhere to those stories, this is when the trouble can begin. Consider what is being hotly debated right now in the ufology community. Consider that This would be a moot point, a non-issue, if we were in the habit of truly thinking for ourselves. We just wouldn't be having this conversation. It wouldn't matter what anyone said or claimed. Sure, it would make for some thought-provoking footnotes to add to your list of things to contemplate, and I'm sure for many it is, me included, but it doesn't and certainly shouldn't be the glue that puts your reality puzzle together. You are the one who puts the pieces together based on your experience, your journey, and most importantly, your inner sense. I've said this many times, but I'm going to say it again here because I think it bears repeating. Belief is simply an acceptance for what has been told by another. Once your experience takes the driver's seat, belief no longer need apply. I'm going to emphasize again here, I am in no way aiming to discredit or even question the individuals whose stories have recently come under scrutiny. I am simply saying that if our focus could shift just a little to the seeking out of firsthand experience as a means to build the tapestry for our own truth, then relying so heavily on others' accounts will no longer be necessary. I remember a year or so ago, I was preparing to sit down with filmmaker and researcher Sean Stone for an on-camera interview. Prior to that, uh, I had attended a talk he'd given about global conspiracy and the machinations of certain core groups in society. I remember a young woman who was clearly focused on every word he had to say. During the Q&A portion of the talk, she asked Sean, can you tell us what to do about this? And he clearly and quickly looked at her and answered back, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to share with you what I have found. What you do with it is clearly up to you. I applauded Sean's short but succinct response, and I wondered whether what he had to say ever managed to sink in for that young woman. Have you ever wondered why so many popular articles today, particularly online stories, begin with the title, How to? How to know if you're on the spiritual path. How to meet your soulmate. How to land a better job how to boil an egg. (laughs) When I Googled simply how to, I quickly got 5,180,000,000 results. That's nearly the equivalent of the majority of our planet's population. What does that tell you? Way too many people are looking to be told how to and what to do. And sadly, many people follow exactly what they've been told. But in the process, What they're doing is undermining their own ability to create the how-to for them. I pray that with what's happening right now in this all-too-complex field of research, that we can somehow manage to take our foot off the gas pedal of argument and undue criticism and finger-pointing, which is clearly creating a landscape of division, we must unite not only in the revelation of the broader spectrum of reality that certainly seems to be pointing to the existence of non-human intelligence, but in that revelation, we will finally get past the disclosure issue and on to the business of uniting with the greater family of intelligent life. To end, I'd like to quote retired Command Sergeant Major Bob Dean, this was in a 2007 interview he did with Project Camelot's Carrie Cassidy. He said, quote, I have a great belief in the future of mankind. We're not a mistake. We're not an accident. None of this is an accident. The human species, the human race, in spite of all of its orneriness, is a beautiful race and it has a future. And I have a deep, deep belief that in time, we're going to go out there and take our rightful place where we began, our home in the stars. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this special edition of Conscious Commentary on Higher Journeys Radio. Until next time, I'm your host, Alexis Brooks.